it's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hello, and welcome to Mining Stock Daily. Sitting in for Trevor Hall today, I'm Paul Harris. Today is Thursday, September the 30th. In what has become a repetitious, if not annoying pattern, gold rallied overnight to $1,746 per ounce before doing a cliff dive in the complete absence of any news or event triggers. Gold bottomed at $1,721 per ounce and settled at $1,726. Silver was obliterated for over $1 per ounce from top to bottom as it was smashed from $22.58 shortly after London opened to as low as $21.41 before settling at $21.51 per ounce. The Mining Stock Journal said that the Holbert Gold Newsletter Sentiment Index fell to minus 40.32%. This is lower than 99.1% of all readings since 2000 and represents the extreme bearish sentiment in the precious metal sector. The index has been a very reliable contrarian indicator for many years and through many bull bear cycles. The Mining Stock Journal also noted that India was active as a gold importer on Wednesday. In addition, China's Shanghai Gold Exchange was trading north of a $7 per ounce premium to spot gold while delivery volume on the exchange surged to its highest level in quite some time. This indicates heavy demand for physical gold in China right now. The newsletter also said that demand for physical gold from Asia is likely why gold is outperforming silver right now, as that demand for physically delivered gold makes it harder to push the gold price down in the paper market. The Mining Stock Journal in today's issue to be released after the market closes will explain why it sees a big reversal coming in the precious metal sector and will provide updates on two of its strongest buy recommendations. We'll get the news out of the miners and explorers in a moment, but first, a quick mention from today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Horizonte Minerals has received credit approvals from a syndicate of five international financial institutions in addition to two export credit agencies for a senior secured project finance facility of up to $346.2 million to fund the construction and development of its Agriaga ferro nickel project in Brazil. The company now has to raise up to $200 million by equity or from its cornerstone investors towards the estimated $470 million capital cost. Stage one features a rotary kiln electric furnace process plant with capacity to produce 14,500 tons per annum of ferro nickel for supply to the stainless steel and lithium iron battery sectors. A later second stage, which may be financed from cash flow, will double capacity. Horizonte Minerals trades on London's AIM under HZM and on the TSX under HZM. Also in nickel, Gungnir Resources reported more results from its Latvatnek nickel deposit in Sweden. 
Highlights included 50 meters, grading 1.21% nickel, and 5 meters, grading 1.84% nickel in hole four. Drilling is part of a 15-hole program to test the shallow western part of the Latvaknet deposit. Gunier has an inferred resource of 780,000 tonnes, grading 1.35% nickel for £23.1 million at Latvaknet. Gunier Resources trades on the TSXV under GUG and on the OTC pink sheets under ASWRF. In Canada, Newfound Gold announced assay results from eight step-out drill holes designed to expand the high-grade gold mineralization at the Golden Joint Zone at its Queensway project near Gander in Newfoundland. The Golden Joint Zone is a recent discovery between the Keats Zone, where the bulk of its drilling has occurred, and the Lotto Zone. Highlights included 2.1 meters grading 64.94 grams per tonne gold and 2.45 meters grading 17.43 grams per tonne in hole 225. At such an early stage of target advancement, it is extremely encouraging to see such robust grades, continuity and strong vein development in two distinct zones at the Golden Joint, said VP Exploration Melissa Render. Newfound Gold trades on the TSXV under NFG and the NICE American under NFGC. C3 Metals announced assays from a further seven holes from drilling at the Jasperoid Copper Gold project in southern Peru. All seven holes were drilled at the Montana de Cobre zone and drilling continues to intersect copper gold mineralization across the shallow dipping Scarn domain. Highlights included 229.45 meters grading 0.99% copper and 0.43 grams per tonne gold from surface in hole five. Assays are pending for a further 10 holes and drilling is ongoing at the Cresta Verde zone. President and CEO Kevin Tomlinson said, as we continue to define the high-grade oxide scarn at Montagna de Cobre, we are very excited to be drilling the first coincident magnetic IP geophysical target some two kilometers to the north at Cresta Verde. C3 Metals also entered into an agreement with Tokvan Ventures to sell its interest in the Rogers Creek property in British Columbia, Canada for 500,000 shares. C3 will also receive $75,000 in shares of Cascades Copper and will retain a 2% NSR on Rogers Creek. Tokvan previously held an option to acquire up to an 80% interest in the property. Tokvan plans to spin out Rogers Creek to Cascade Copper. By creating a new company, Tokban shareholders can participate in the upside possibility through share ownership of Cascade Copper, while Tokban is able to focus on its two Mexican properties and minimize share dilution, said Tokban CEO David Wood. C3 Metals trades on the TSX under CCCM, while Tokban Ventures trades on the CSE under TOC and the OTC under TCVNF. Hemlo Explorers provided an update on its drill program at the North Limb project located 15 kilometers north of Barrick Gold Corporation's Hemlo mine near Marathon, Ontario. Drill holes 10 and 11 were drilled on two sections spaced over 175 meters at the Lunny West showing. These two holes were designed to test the north and south contacts of the Almond Lake volcanic complex where historical drilling intersected strong sericite and silica altered pyritic feldspar volcanic units. The drill results were highlighted with 3.97 grams per tonne over one meter. The company has recently completed about 25 line kilometers of surface mapping and sampling, the results of which are being compiled and interpreted. 
Hemlo trades on the TSX venture under HMLO. Star Royalties announced the completion of its previously announced acquisition of an existing 2% net smelter return royalty from the Elk Gold Mine in British Columbia, Canada, currently being operated by Gold Mountain Mining. The deal was done for total consideration of $10.6 million, consisting of $10 million cash out of the company's reserves and 1.6 million common shares of the company. The royalty covers all 16,716 acres of mining leases and mineral claims as outlined in Gold Mountain's PEA. Star Royalties trades on the TSX Venture under STRR and on the OTC with STRFF. That concludes today's morning briefing. We'll be back later today with more market commentary and corporate updates. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network. That's it for today. I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.